there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome to Go, my favorite sports team. Tyler's a douche. I just hopped on the call and Tyler (laughs) went, hey, guess what? You're teaching a sport today. And I went, what? And he went, here's some notes. And he said, oh, yeah, you got this, buddy. Um, So that's what I'm doing today. (laughs) And that means I get the master's degree. I am now the masters of balls and holes. Um, feels good. Feels powerful. Yeah. Yeah. You, you feel stronger. You feel like you're, you're more skillful. You feel like you're ready. No. Prepared, see, prepped. No, absolutely not. Because like I said, you handed me <laughs> seconds. <laughs> like as I walked into this call, I was like, Hey, there, I put this, some notes there. You go, man, you got this. And then I'm like, all right, I guess so. Fine. <laughs> okay. So first off, uh, I got to get the... Oh, hi. This is Tyler, by the way, if you don't know who he is. Yeah, hi, I'm Tyler. I'm the one that usually knows sports um, and does the leads on the primers and various other things with the research and all of that. Um, mm. But today, you know, I decided uh, it's Mark's turn. You know, uh-huh. we've had a guest now. I feel like he's ready. I feel like he's learned enough about a lot of other sports that he can lead the way. He can pave the way. Uh Even as a not-knower, he can find a way through this episode, especially considering it's about the stupidest sport on earth. Well, uh, I'm changing gears because I just found out about a sport that's actually interesting to talk to. That's right. I'm calling out all you cheeseheads out there. No, we're talking about the European champion of sex. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The European the, the news the news that just broke today. Yes, exactly. The news that just broke today. I have a breaking news to bringing you the most up-to-date sports. I bet I have your attention everybody out there who's listening and or watching. This just in. Sex recognized as sport in Sweden. First European sex championship to be held on June 8th. Check rules, disciplines and other key details here. This is official as of literally Wow, this is what? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Today? Today. Oh, when we're recording this. Uh, so June this is 1st. actually breaking news. Wow. Okay. I didn't know this. Um, yeah. Sweden is all set to host the first European sex championship. Here it go, my favorite sports team. We cheer on all sports. Unless they're cheese rolling. And then we don't cheer them at all. We ignore them. Or hockey. Which... Tyler hates as it uh, European sex championship as no. it became the first <laughs> you sit there new mark <laughs> oh you oh. bumble around oh. and fumble get some ghosts to inject inside of you uh <laughs> speaking of ghosts being injected inside of other humans the European sex championship as it became the first country to register sex as a sport 
The Swedish Sex Federation will reportedly organize the event. The European Sex Championship will begin on June 8th, spanning over several weeks. What? (laughs) There's some endurance involved, apparently. Spanning over several weeks and will feature participants competing for six hours each day. (laughs) During this time, participants will have approximately 45 minutes to an hour to engage in their respective matches or activities. According to the reports, 20 participants from different countries have applied for the European Sex Championship till now. The winners of the European Sex Championship will be determined through a combination of three juries and audience ratings. During the final evaluation, 70% of the votes from the audience will be considered, while the remaining 30% will come from the judges' votes. Wow, judges take a backseat to this one, even though they're in the splash zone. Hold (laughs) on, I'm kind of curious who the judges are going to be. Are they going to, like, grab porn stars? Are they, like, sex psychologists? You know how it is. I mean, Uh, I took a human sexuality course in college, so I imagine, like, maybe you don't have a master's degree in sex. I never said I did. Yeah, whatever. All right. So Go will be reporting live from the European Sex Championships. We'll have our first live episode. We're going to fly to Sweden right now. So there's 16 disciplines, including seduction. How do you you define that? It's entirely Riz. (laughs) They're judging Riz. Oral sex penetration just as its own category (laughs) appearance oh i guess if it looks nice maybe acrobatics you gotta like do (laughs) crazy tricks look let's leave the assumptions out of it this is what got you in trouble with all the hockey fans we don't want the sex fans getting uh all up in arms about this we don't want the sex fans storming (laughs) our our studio last we needed some jacuzzi ghosts who are angry sex champions So anyway, it's um there's a website to I'm not going to say the URL cuz no. Um Yeah. <laughs> you can I, <laughs> people that want to find it will find it, but wow, there's a whole website, the Swedish Sex Federation. That's not the website I wasn't reading. There's another website where you can watch the broadcast live. Oh. Very different site. Is um, that like uh one of those naughty sites? Or is it a different site? What are that you, also... 12? What the, what's wrong? It's porn. I'm trying to be kosher. <laughs> well, I'm hinting that it's porn. It is porn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Let's beat around the bush, why don't we? I love this. I love this thing. In sex as a sport, there is no advantage for men. Everything happens on the same terms for men as for women. Wait, how? Oh, I, I, I have an I important I feel like question. there's different terms Uh, Yeah. Regardless of the level at which they train or compete, according to the UN, there are 195 countries in the world. Many countries out of the 195 that exist have military training, the manufacture of weapons, or a huge budget dedicated to some type of use of force. (laughs) Why are they putting that in there? Anyway, next sentence. With tears in their eyes, the Swedish Sex Federation can state that none of the 195 countries in the world have any educational center that would use tax money to educate people in love and sex, which is the most peaceful thing in human history. The Swedish Sex Foundation Federation works successfully to organize and educate people, peaceful people, who want to train and possibly compete in the most peaceful thing on earth, Love and sex. I feel like this is just a bunch of um, 
people left over from like the 70s that were really into the free love and peace uh, it, uh-huh, of, the, uh-huh. of that movement. And they just like, they carried on that torch and never let the flame die. So here's an interesting thing I want to tell you. I was saving this for next Valentine's Day. I was going to do is sex a sport. And then this news broke today and I was like, oh, God, Mark's going to grab this. (laughs) Oh, I grabbed it. All right. Because as this is saying, sex is not just about conviction. It's about, quote, jumping on and believing in yourself until he's satisfied. Mm, I think I think they should instead of just he's it should it's okay. This is this is automatically translated from Swedish, so I cannot guarantee this is not absolutely hundred percent. Yeah, the grammar here might be wrong. This has just been translated. I I can't speak in the original Swedish, so no. You you should try. All right, I will. Here we go. All right. Sex are en av for sporter eller den enda sport som kvinnor dominerar på nästan alla plan. Det är ett skvart slag mot man som är stigmatiserat nivor i tusentals år. I think I made my point very clear. Okay, so very the original clear. sentence that I just read was sex are inte bara overti gelsi at det bara are at Hoppa pa oak trove passivar salang tills en harap nod. Don't mock the beautiful language of Sweden. I just like that phrase. Anyway, now German. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how many languages are you going to go through? For den beruf the sport I am a disgrace to my last name. Okay, that's all I got. So I have a jacuse for you after all, Mark. All right. As the ghosts possess me. Okay. The title from uh, DJ Kajem, Kajim, Kajim, whatever that name is. Uh, You're not such the not sports guy after all. Mm. We've been told time and time again that Tyler is the sports guy. And Mark is not the sports guy. Uh-huh. Enough of the charades, Mr. Fishbach. Have you or have you not participated in the act of sex? If you so choose to answer yes, as you should since you are now under oath, facts stated and not to be named other podcast. You are indeed a sports guy. Recent developments have arisen where the great country of Sweden has declared sex a sport like we just discussed. So Mark, stop lying to us. You're not, not a sports guy. Just admit it. You're a sports guy. You know, I literally found the website from that Jacuse, right? So I've already uh, purged that ghost from my system. It was a very weak ghost because I protect my virginity like the Golden Gates, and no one is going to touch that. (laughs) Fool on you for assuming I've ever had sex. And also, how dare you, you impure heathen, with having sex out there as a master of sex. I've studied it extensively and never done it. Much like Tyler and his (laughs) 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 On a professional level, I've never done it. So I think I speak from... (laughs) (laughs) 
the funniest thing is when I read that Jacques, my initial mm. reaction was like, Tyler's not the sports guy. He hasn't had sex. Mark uh, obviously has. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I read it. I was like, fair. well, look, I mean, you know, fair. All right. Anyway, so uh, that's it for sex as a sport. That'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, thank nope. you, everybody. Thank you, you everybody. You're not getting so, out of this. No, nope. Thank you, everybody, so much nope. for listening. Nope. Thank you. Uh, nope. If you want to register, there's still time for the European sex <laughs> <laughs> So get your registries in. Remember, just jump on and believe in yourself until <laughs> he is satisfied. <laughs> All right, podcast <laughs> out. No. Oh, okay. So I just, based on that phrase alone, if you just mm -hmm. kept that phrase, I just pictured one guy laying there and everybody else is competing to make him satisfied. Uh-huh, everyone. Th that should be the sport. It's like the gauntlet, right? It's like America, uh, America's Mightiest Warrior, whatever that one was. American Gladiators? Yeah, American Gladiators. You know, you got your gladiators, and then you have normal people trying to go up against them. <laughs> oh, God, you better watch out. They got the double-ended oh, dildos. Like, oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> Don't hit too hard. You're close. You're close. <laughs> God, I was scrolling through TikTok and I was like, there was uh, someone that was like, had an automatic dough making machine. And I was like, ah, that's funny because it was just like, it was, the instructions said to mm -hmm. slap it every once in a while. I go to the comments. The first comment is, you close? You close? <laughs> I was just like, God damn it. I'll never let that one down. I mean, like, every time I get on TikTok, somehow I end up finding something, like, that you you are in. Like, somebody created a filter where it's, like, you saying, now this, or whatever. Oh, yeah, the loss, the free, er, the the all-you-can-sue buffet of people using me to promote their products. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah I've seen those. But what I, what I always get shocked at is in TikTok where it'll be a, a trend or something that people are using an audio clip, and I don't even realize mm -hmm. it's me. That's, oh, that's... are you talking about the Smash or Pass one from your Pokemon No, video? I know that one's me. That one's obvious. But okay. I'm talking about there was one that was like, what if I want them to kill me? What if I want them to try? <laughs> I didn't realize that was me. I thought that was just some, like, what if I didn't run? What if I'm not a coward? What if I want them to kill me? What if I want them to try? Like, I didn't realize that was my voice and someone just edited it into like a, a song. And I was like, I completely, so I was like, oh, these are a good trend. And then I'm like, that's me? What the fuck? So when um, did yeah. you say that phrase? It was in an obscure like SpongeBob horror game. And I don't know why, but oh it might be God. the most badass thing I've ever said. And I don't even remember saying it. <laughs> yeah. just like it's just like what the <laughs> hell is going on here so there's so many times where it's just like a random audio clip of me and i'm just like that is strange anyway oh my god anyway that'll wrap it up for today's episode thank you everybody all right so all right for... you know what i'll do the cheese no i'm doing it me. i'm oh. doing it i got it okay all right mark do you think no, cheese no, can no. be a sport <laughs> Let Mark talk about what he already knows in Primer <laughs> or have a lead Do you not understand that my notes? That's how your notes are. Let Mark talk about what he already knows. <laughs>
Every episode has that spot. Why do you need that as a note? It's, it's so it's it's in the template, and I never delete it. I just ignore it. Oh, that's right. If primer or have a lead, just yeah. remind yourself every episode to let me talk. It, it's a little preface thing to start. It's just like a little thing of like, all right, now come up with stuff to lead Mark into discussing or leading into the sport. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. All right. I see. And it just never gets deleted. I didn't research or write this episode. This was uh, our uh, writing and research assistants. So. Uh huh. Okay. I see, and in I fact, see. this wasn't my idea. That was this was their idea because cheese rolling was apparently uh, something they did at one point. So. Well, you don't know a damn thing about cheese rolling. That's no, I obvious. don't. So, no. what do you do? You think cheese can be a sport? I mean, there, there's. I could see cheese being a sport. Like, I mean, eating competitions is a sport. Like, if you eat a bunch of hot dogs, I imagine there's probably a cheese eating competition. I never thought of, like, rolling cheese, though, like racing it. It almost feels like snail racing. But I haven't also said anything about element. rolling cheese. Well, we, I already know what the name of the primer is. Don't. Don't get off the topic. I've got oh, my okay, bullet okay, points okay. here. You do I think cheese can be a sport? Uh, I do. Okay. Simply because uh, there's a lot of different things you can do with cheese. I don't, you know, cheese itself as a noun is not a sport, though. You know, it's funny. I'm on this Google Doc, and, you know, I can see when someone else is here. Uh, I see a little uh, Tyler Scheid um, uh, cursor. Nope. nope. I don't know what you're talking about. I see a little Tyler Scheid cursor going nope. on here. Nope. 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 I see a, there's a Tyler. It's not an anonymous wombat. It's uh, Tyler right there. Hmm. Strange. Nope. What, what are you talking Still about? Still there. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Gone. Weird. Hmm, interesting. No, it was never there. Anyway, Act Two. Wait, time we're skipping ahead. to race. Uh, we we don't have a lot of time. We got to get through. <laughs> <laughs> no history. What history? Who starts with history? History's dumb. Yeah, starting with history is a mistake. I I this is my primer, and I'm gonna really okay, get into okay. this. Okay, all right, all right. Close your eyes. All right. You are a starving medieval peasant. I'm I'm very hungry. Oh, and so hungry. But you love your obviously lord. Obviously on the streets. You're an English, My lord. English peasant. Oh, he gives me a piece of copper every once in English a while. English so peasant. I... Oh. <clears throat> my lord, give me a piece of copper so I can feed my family. Peasant. I love you. Peasant. I'm a poor peasant. You wouldn't speak that nice if you were a peasant. I'm a poor peasant. <laughs> Could you spare a copper piece for me? <laughs> my lord. I said, I said, I said, poor, not, peasant, not, not diseased. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, please, I want food. Oh, I got. Oh, I got. Now give me the food. All right. <laughs> what the hell is happening to you? All right. This is, this is, this isn't working out. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open All your right, eyes. My eyes are open. My eyes okay. Are open. Oh, man. Okay. You see in front of you a wheel of cheese, right? I steal it. I'm just grabbing it and running. Hold on. It. Hold on. Okay. All right. That's good. You said I'm starving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You steal it and run. Okay. You, you run up. There's a hill in front of you and you're running up the hill. But the sheriff is after you. I stole the cheese. Come back here, you filthy, diseased peasant! No, if I come back to you, you'll that. just kill me! I'm gonna... My cheese! What a lang... What? 
part of England is he from? Oh, no, no, he sounds weird. I'm from the poor part that that doesn't get food. Well, there's a reason why we oppress those types. (laughs) They're, They're strange, those ones. And so you run up to this hill. You run up to a hill called... Your name is Cooper, right? Yeah, all right. I'm Cooper. So you run up to a hill, okay? It's a steep hill near Gloucester. Near Dude, Gloucester. Say, it, say, Gloucester. say it again. Say it again. Gloucester. Gloucester? Gloucester. Near Gloucester. So you run up this hill, and they're about to catch you. But you know the law back in front because you aren't dumb. You're not a dumb peasant. I'm just poor. You know some things. You know that if you are in possession of the cheese at the time of capture, then you are liable for the crime. You are being illegal. But, Mm. thinking quickly, you realize you're on a hill. And if you get the cheese a minimum of 100 yards away from you, which is what the law dictates, what that cheese has to be away from you for you not, it'd be impossible to get the crime, you see an opportunity. Because you know that this hill that you're on is exactly the slope. The hypotenuse of the slope is exactly 101 yards away. You see that the sheriff is behind you. He's a portly fellow. He's huffing and puffing. And you have only a certain amount of time to get it down. So you, thinking quickly, hurl the cheese as fast as you can down the hill. And it makes it. Just as the sheriff, oh, oh, hey, where's that you stop right there? And you're like, where? I, I, I don't know why you're asking me to stop here because I don't have any chase yeah. I, or any possession of stolen hey, materials. Well, you talk real funny, but you show me where that cheese is or I'm going to slap you in irons. Uh, well, you're going to slap me in irons, are you? But, you know, I ain't got no cheese on me. You talk smooth, do you? Well, there, wait a minute. How'd that cheese get all the way to the bottom of the hill? I think a bird might have grabbed it. Then it wouldn't it be up in the air? Well, it seems like it was a bit, pretty big, heavy wheel of cheese, so the bird must have lost control of it and dropped it down the hill. I can't understand. I know what's happening. Ah, yeah. You rolled that cheese, didn't you? <laughs> Come on, look at me. Do I look like that brightest fellow to be able to roll cheese? Or think to roll the cheese? Yes. Well, thank you for the compliment. Damn. You got me, I think. Anyway, long story short... That happened on May 29th. What the fuck? <laughs> in 54 BC? I thought this was in the UK. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I mean, Wait. it might have been before England was England. Oh, I... I read it in the wrong order. So the origin of cheese racing is unknown. I thought it started in Cooper's Hill in England. Turns out that's wrong. No, it's not. God, I should read this thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, back up. Uh, We'll make the last part sound smart. Um, All right. So, Tyler, the history of cheese rolling started are we talking about the history of cheese or the history of rolling rolling cheese rolling racing okay the phoenicians venetians the people from phoenix this what how do you read any of this this (laughs) what the Phoenicians who inhabited southwestern parts of britain before 54 bc when the romans invaded or by the romans themselves 
Oh, it's. I should read the beginning of a sentence first. The origin <laughs> of cheese racing is unknown. It's believed that the tradition could have been started by either the ancient Britons, the Venetians who inhabited the southwestern parts of Britain, or the Romans. I'm gonna skip ahead. I okay. So <laughs> basically, right. it was either the Britons, the Venetians who lived in south southern Britain before they moved to Venice, hence why Venice is called Venice because of the Venetians. Or it was the Romans who conquered and then did cheese rolling at that time. Why do you keep saying Venetians? It clearly says Phoenicians. Is it F? P-H. Oh, I guess it's Phoenicians. Yeah, I don't Phoenicians. have the notes in front of me. I'm good, trying to good, pick good. off memory. Okay. There's a quote by food historian Emma Kay. Quote, the hay, which would have been symbolic of burning away the last vestiges of winter, was replaced by double Gloucester cheese at some stage, possibly because food during these types of festivals was linked to offerings or fertility, certainly less dangerous. What is the hay? What are they talking about? What? The hay? With the ridge A cheese? Aged in hay? What is that? <laughs> oh, it's got hay in it. Yes. Why would you eat that? <laughs> oh, because that was the way back in the day. Wow, that rhymed and was unexpected. Oh, what in the? Uh, oh, okay. So I'm skipping over the history. The history is a very dark place. Act three: Modern cheese rolling. Uh huh. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> skipping over that one. Da, 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 da. Skipping over that one. Okay, skipping over that one. Um, da, 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 da. Skipping over that. Skipping that. Skipping that one. Is this the one where they run? Yes. So it's not cheese rolling at all. They're rolling the cheese and running after it because the, if it falls over, they have to lift it back up as from what I understand. Oh, you don't understand anything about the sport. I, this does, see, here's the thing. This, this, these notes don't teach me anything about what cheese rolling actually is or cheese racing because at no point here does it say what actually occurs. It does. Where does it say what occurs? All right, you're making me open up the notes again. <laughs> Don't open up the notes. I'm trying to see where it occurs. What happens? What happens? What? Am I am I crazy? <laughs> Hold on, I'm reading the notes. Am yeah, I crazy or or is there no point here that says what happens? It's at the bottom. It's at the bottom. It's uh, at yep. the bottom. <laughs> it's just the winning part. <laughs> All right, Tyler, <laughs> what do you think cheese racing is? All right, cheese racing. <laughs> what do you think cheese racing is? So when I think of cheese racing, I think you take a, a thing of cheese, which I imagine uh -huh. is a wheel because cheese comes in wheels and historically has been that way. You roll it and run down the hill with it, and you have to both the cheese and you cross a finish line. Okay, fascinating idea. 
completely wrong. It's so silly. No, there's the thing. I didn't know that that's what we were talking about. When you said when you gave me this primer and you said cheese rolling primer, I had no goddamn clue you were talking about the thing where the videos I've seen where you're on a hill and you see a bunch of idiots running after a roll of cheese and falling over and dying. You thought it was making cheese? I thought it was no, I thought it was literally you roll cheese down a hill all at the same time and you see which one gets to the bottom first. That's what I thought we were talking about here because uh-huh. I had no idea what we were talking about. Anyway, so picture yourself at home, a 45 degree incline, a steep ass hill, one of the steepest hill that you could possibly imagine. And imagine that at the top of this hill, there is a single, a single big wheel of cheese about maybe a foot in diameter. You've got one wheel of cheese about a foot in diameter, okay? There are a bunch of people at the top lined up and ready to go. When the time comes, they'll go, one to be ready, two to be steady, three to prepare, and four to go! And then the cheese is released by the master of cheese and everyone at the top of the hill throws themselves down the hill with reckless abandon to try to get after the cheese. And they tumble. It's like a dog race, except there's no mechanical bunny. It's a cheese wheel. Exactly. They toss and tumble themselves down there, and they try to use strategy if you want to be boring and safe. But once you've started running, remember, it's a 45-degree hill. You're going to keep pounding down this hill. And if your feet don't move fast enough, which they won't because you're being pulled down by gravity... You are going to fall and you're going to tumble. You can you can run, you can leap, you can roll, you can slide. But if you want to win, you got to keep going. And you got to get down to the bottom first, I think. Because there's, yeah, there's only like a finish line or something. There's only one way to win the cheese rolling race. Be the first to make it to the bottom of the hill and claim your cheese. And that is cheese rolling rolling but it didn't start there see this is how you do this is how you do it you hook them you hook them with uh, the story. okay you hook okay, okay, you hook okay. now take yourself back to the yonder days of 54 bc mm-hmm. okay so as with all sports it started with the romans invading so much like sledding much like losing and and synonymous with losing for those stupid people that were sliding down the mountain on their shields and then died. Uh, Wait, did they disguise themselves as a cheese wheel and roll down the hill inside the cheese to then attack <laughs> another army? No, no, silly. They carved out cheese wheels and stuffed themselves inside them and rolled them down the hill. <laughs> That's so different, Mark, That's than what very, I just said. Very different. But I think that um, in terms of wild conjecture, much like all ancient history, we're just going to assume it was a fertility ritual, right? You know, just a fertility oh, yeah. ritual. You got to see who's the strongest and the bravest that can make the best cheese. No, what I imagine, and this probably started out with hay bales, right, according to these notes. And I can imagine mm-hmm. this. You're, you're a peasant. Your life is hard. You just got chased by the sheriff. And what happens is you take a hay bale, you light it on fire, and you send it rolling down the hill, right? Yeah, uh, I imagine at the people chasing you? No, you're just bored. Uh, but oh. 
at any given time, this is fun because if you got a big hill like Cooper's Hill in the UK, it's a 45 degree hill. This hill is nuts. I, as a kid, loved hills because I could slide down them. Uh, I wasn't trying to fight any Romans or anything, but it was just like, it was a hill, right? Yeah. Now, the ancient UKans, they hadn't invented the wheel yet, but they did invent cheese. And cheese comes in a wheel. So they roll the cheese. And then everyone's like, wait, that's my cheese. And then when you were that peasant that was running away from that sheriff, the sheriff was all like, oh, that's my cheese! And then runs down after it. And you're like, wait, no, that's my cheese. But now I'm out of trouble for it. So you run down after it, too. If you can beat the sheriff down to the cheese, you know English law by heart. You earn the cheese, right? Mm. Act four. <laughs> Modern cheese rolling. Oh. Right. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. 1826. That mm. is that considered modern anymore? I don't know. 18 first written record was 1826. Wait, if the, if the first written record was 1826, why are we assuming it started out in 54 BC? Maybe it's the first written record of cheese rolling? Then why are we assuming that it's starting out in 54 BC if there's no written record of it? Who the hell is saying that it started out in 54 BC? It's passed BC? down from generation to generation. No, it's not. Books. It wasn't even written. There were drawings of it. Just do drawings count as written? I or? think that counts as written record, yeah. Maybe. Either way, we have... Are we throat singing again? Yeah, something like that. That's what I need to do when I'm thinking. Ambi Lamp from Ambi Abby Lamp. Uh, is that the person in the photo? Oh, it was the person in the photo. Oh, good for them. Way to go. All right. So your 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 cheese rolling is broken down into three basic races, right? If you guys, if Baby Tyler, okay, Baby Tyler's at the top of the hill. Baby Tyler, all right, Baby Tyler. Baby Tyler's at the top of the hill. Ooh. Baby Tyler just got in trouble for th grand larceny. Uh, Baby Tyler oh. stole a cheese wheel, but that's a whole different story. I you mean, that got sounds to, right. I did steal stuff as a kid. Uh, the, the criminal history aside, you have three main categories. I saw a crayon from kindergarten. I I admit it. What did you do? I saw a silver crayon from kindergarten to crayon. Statute of limitations for <laughs> theft. I returned it. Four years. All right, you're fine. <laughs> oh, for I also, Ohio. Six years. I also, when I was selling Cub, Cub Scouts, selling popcorn, I was really little. I took a, a wage and bought candy. You took and my a dad what? To pay it back. You took a what? I thought I was smart, and I was like, "I'm working, so I'm gonna take quarters out of the total and get candy." You stole from the charity <laughs> bucket. Trouble. It was it was Boy Scouts. It was Scouts. Oh, it, you it stole got from paid the back. Boy my Scouts. dad paid for it. It was Cub Scouts. Ah, uh, well, you were working, and and you know, child labor is illegal, but child child sport labor not illegal at all. So you, you need a certain amount of equipment, right? Yep. Cheese. That's it. So you don't even need to have the cheese. You're there to get the cheese. Oh, take it from the kitchen. Yeah, you don't even need any cheese. You just show up on the day. But you have to pick your league. There's three main mom, leagues. Mom, will you drive me? I'm not your mom. I'm your coach. I was, I was asking, uh, oh, coach, will you drive me? No. 
You got to get there yourself because you can't get a car to the top of the hill. You got to walk up. You got three main categories that you participate. You got your men's, you got your ladies, and you got your idiots. Take your pick. I I mean, I'm not a man yet if I'm a baby and I'm not a woman because I'm a baby. So I guess I'm in the idiots. I don't care what all those liberal pansies say. There's only three <laughs> genders. Men's, ladies, and <laughs> idiots. That's it. I don't care what you oh say. <laughs> you fit one of those three, all right? Yeah, yeah you get if to one. If your cheese rolling, you're one of them three. As God intended, we got three bathrooms. Men's, ladies, idiots. I don't want no <laughs> argument, none. I'm going into idiots one, because that's what I was made as. I was made as an idiot. I'll stay I'll, as an idiot. I'll you ain't going to stop me from being an idiot. <laughs> but really, that's the three categories. You got men's downhill race, you got ladies downhill race, and you got idiots race. Okay. Do you, do they have like an IQ test to decide who's? No, no, it's volunteer. So you got your men's race, which is just the men, and you got your ladies' race, which is women. All these can be local around the globe, and the idiots' race is a race held after the other races, where anyone who wants to throw themselves down the hill for fun, they can do that. <laughs> Which, so it's not even a race. It's not it's even a race, throw, right? It's, it's just, just like throw yourself. It's everyone who saw it and was like, "Hey, they're having fun up there." Me next, and then oh, they, that one got knocked unconscious. I want to do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's also the people that didn't realize that the race was over and they got there late and they're just like, <laughs> "Yippee! I'm gonna get me some cheese." Anybody see it? You know, they just run up the hill. Wait for me. Oh! Yeah, absolutely. So here's the thing is you don't need to make cheese to bring it. That's what I think is the thing. You win the cheese by getting there. And there's no yeah, really... Yeah, but to do the event, somebody has to make the cheese. So why can't it be you? I don't know if they would allow just a random person to come in there and make the cheese. I think they could. I think they would fully accept Markiplier made cheese. I don't make cheese. You could if you wanted to. I, I don't make cheese, and I don't want to. But anyone can make cheese. Cheese is actually a very easy die. thing to... Hmm? Don't let your dreams die, Mark. You you can make cheese. There's plenty of people that make cheese better than my... I've got better things to do than make cheese. I'll just taste all the tasty cheese. But cheese is actually very easy to make. Ethan and I made cheese, and it was pretty simple. You take milk... You add some uh, citric acid to separate out the whey, I believe, and then you add some, uh, then you scoop out the whey, and then you add in... You curdle it? Yeah, you boil it or you heat it up or something. You don't boil it. You heat it up, and then you sifted it through cheesecloth and strained it out, and you've got mozzarella, basically. That's basically to make quick cheese. You can do that. Oh, I could read this thing. It has cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's got instructions here. <laughs> Oh, For the particular oops. type of cheese used, there oh, are instructions. Yeah, wow, look at this. <laughs> anyway, not many people know that you, there are so many things that you can make in your own home from simple ingredients that you don't need to go out and shop for all these processed foods all the time. And that's not even me being hoity-toity. Literally, the base ingredients for food in humanity have not really changed in a very long time. And you can make various different types of food from base ingredients from grocery stores. You don't need to buy a package of something. It can be tasty, but home-cooked meals can be even tastier. I am one to talk because, like, I, I eat pre-made moves all the meals all the time but i've i've gotten a habit of just making quick chicken and dumplings i've got the recipe down where i can make a whole pot of soup with everything i need in 15 minutes from just any chicken lying around some chicken stock bouillon or anything like that water flour 
an egg. Like that, you can make anything really quickly, and cheese is no exception. You can make whatever cheese you want if you have the patience for it. What are you doing to get chickens that are just lying around? Any piece of chicken I have left. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. You grab a chicken Chickens out the are chicken just lying around. Like oh, look, there's Kevin. He's asleep. <laughs> here's, here's the hilarious thing. This is also something you can do if you go to the grocery store. Any vegetable, almost any vegetable that you get from the grocery store, especially like onion or something like that, you can then grow again in your yard with the tiniest amount of space. Uh, as an experiment... And, and Amy was laughing at me because I took some... She doesn't disagree with this mindset either, but I was, like, trying to test the theory because we got onion, like those little green onions, and uh -huh. we had some bulbs left over after chopping up the stem. I was like, I'm going to put this in that big pot outside. I'm going to see what happens. We did that before we went to go film the movie. When we got back, I'm if you're watching on Spotify, I'm going to show you how big this thing was. No. I'm not joking. And it, it was split. that it was like my that arms, tall? Yeah, it was. I, my arms are probably about like three feet apart. It was that tall. It was this thick, and there were five different stalks of them. It flowered. I didn't know that onions flowered. It had a flower at the end of it, and I did nothing. It had been particularly rainy here in LA, but that's how easy it is to just make food happen. You just did you pull it, it out? How big were the bulbs? Were they like? Oh, I haven't pulled it out yet. It's still it's still growing. You think I'm just gonna let that stop? Well, actually, the flowers died and it kind of decayed a bit, but it's like it's still out there. I'll pull out the bulb later, but yeah, that's how easy it is to make food. You should take a picture of it so that Will can put it on the on this episode. I don't have a picture of it right now because after it flowered, the top went and it sort of drooped down and went all. Uh, all uh, brown, but at its top, at its biggest, it was like after there. But here's the thing: in in Korea, though, especially at my grandma's house in in my grandma's neighborhood, people use their yards to grow food. That is commonplace. This idea of having like grass in your yard that is uh, not the norm in a lot of the world. And if you think about it, it's such an inefficient waste of space. You can have an herb garden. You can have a vegetable garden. You can have a fruit tree. We had a fruit tree in, in the house we were renting a little bit ago that had oranges. We had so many fucking oranges from one tree, more than we could ever eat. And they were the best oranges we'd ever had. And we had a grapefruit tree. And guess what? Too many goddamn grapefruits. And it's it's not even a thing where you need to like, oh, it's only harvest once a time. No, we would pick those off every morning. We'd go up because on the tree, it's the natural preservative. It just stays fresh there. You just go out and you grab it. You, oh, an orange. I think I'm having orange. Oh, we got a bunch of oranges. Let's make popsicle, orange juice, grapefruit juice, all these kind of different things. That's actually a dream of mine is to have a house with a bunch of land with a fruit orchard and two horses and a dog. Well, go make that happen. What's stopping you? Work and getting to the point to where I can do that. <laughs> I have other pursuits I want to get to first, Mark. You could go do that right now. You could go do that right now. What's stopping your dreams from being dreams? Wow. Wow. Way to call me out on my own line that I threw it at you. And see, this is the heart of cheese rolling. Because cheese rolling is an aimless sport for fools and uh, dream seekers. But at the end of the day, it's all about the art. 
of chasing after that dream. The cheese wheel is your dream. The hill is everything in your way. You just got to keep moving. And sometimes you fall and sometimes you break your clavicle and sometimes you get knocked unconscious. But you can still win despite being knocked unconscious because it just happened this past cheese rolling in the women's division. 19 year old. uh, What's her name? Oh, is this uh, what's her name? Abby Lamp? Yeah. 19 year old Canadian from British Columbia. Delaney Irving. Oh, never mind. Won the cheese rolling competition this past year, despite being knocked unconscious on her way down. But she was unconscious for a period of time and still believes it was worth it. Concussion and all, win, get your cheese, be happy. And that is why we did a primer on cheese rolling, because it's all about the pursuit. You run after it. Who cares how many concussions you get on your way? It's all how many people get in your way? How many guards try to arrest you? Exactly. Exactly. And that's why if you want to get into a sport today, why not make it the Swedish Sex Federation's European (laughs) Sex Championship starting on June 8th, which coincidentally is when this episode comes out. That's true. But also, gamers, instead of getting that bread, maybe we need to change it to get that cheese. Yeah, gamers. Why are you talking to the gamers? I don't know. Gamers might watch this. I don't know. Gamers don't like sports. But they do love this podcast, so thank you so much for listening. How'd I do? I think that was the most chaotic but interesting primer we've had yet. Thank you. That's I think I you did for. great. Thank you. For, thank for you. three seconds of notice, perfect. Beautiful. Thank you very much. I think thank people you. are going to love it because it's you, and um, we'll see if they prefer your primer over mine. Please let us know in the Reddit. All in the right. Reddit, on the Reddit, posting, whatever, in a poll. I don't know. Somebody, somebody will post it. I eagerly await your adoration. So, Mark, do you think I'd win at cheese rolling? Uh, I think you would give it your all. And also, you're very top-heavy, so you would tumble pretty well. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'd ever do a cheese rolling competition? God, no. Got to protect that brain. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing anything like that. No, I, I'm good. I'll watch. Well, stay tuned till next Valentine's Day when we do the Is Sex a Sport Primer? But apparently it is. But yeah, thanks so much for listening. Mark, thanks for leading the primer. You should do the outro now. Tell us where to go and all that stuff. I'm good. Well, you can go get the merch at (laughs) store.gmfst.com. We got finger foam fingers that you can show how much you finger sport out in the world of sport or at any event that you go to cheering people on. We've got t-shirts, we've got posters that are going away soon, but we've got pins and a whole bunch of other things. Um, If you want to support the podcast in a monetary way and get some cool swag, store.gmfst.com is where to go. If you want to check out videos and different stuff like that, uh, simply go check out Mark at youtube.com slash markiplier. Go to youtube.com slash apocalypto12, even though I don't post there very often. You can check my TikTok or whatever. But more importantly, watch this podcast exclusively on spotify that's where you're gonna get your best videos yes including another guest that we'll have next week we have the guest episode with samantha tan race car driver extraordinaire i hope you enjoy that episode i hope you enjoyed today's episode and we will see you in a week i guess or you'll see us i don't can't really see you we just stare at the camera and each other yes so all right uh bye bye